the volume. Moneyline Monaco is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I love betting on FanDuel Sportsbook for so many reasons. Great odds and markets for the MLB, NBA, NHL, and so many more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sports book. It's easy to use, safe and secure. You get winnings fast. And it's so fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day and night when you log in. And FanDuel Sportsbook is now live in Ontario, Canada. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code MONACO so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Wyoming. Welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever on Volume Sports YouTube channel. Alex Monaco chilling with Liv Moods. We are in the dog days of July, but Liv has been still on the move. You went to Summer League. Everyone's talking about it. People are betting it. Tell us a little bit about your highlights, your experience, and is Chet Holmgren the truth or what? <laughs> he is the truth. Um I think that, you know, obviously there was a lot of excitement about him and and the Thunder were just kind of the Thunder. So I didn't it wasn't a game that I went to go watch. And then I was like, oh, man, Chet, maybe I should go check it out. So, yeah, he he is the truth. Um, Kind of bummed to see Paolo already injured. It seems he's out for the rest of summer league. It's not a great way to start when you're the uh, first round overall first overall draft pick. It's kind of a tough place to be. because I think there was a lot of excitement about him as well. Um, I'm actually feeling very good as a Denver Nuggets fan. I think they've got some really awesome rookies that I got to watch. Um, Peyton Watson has been doing really well for them. Uh, Gillespie, uh, Christian, we've got some good rookies, which is good. Cause I think the one thing that the Nuggets are missing is kind of that deep bench. You know, you've got Jokic and Murray supposed to come back, but then it's like, okay, well, what next? What else? So I feel good about the rookies for the Nuggets. I'm feeling very good about them. Um, overall. There's a lot of young talent in the league, which should be exciting for a lot of different teams. I was on the phone with a friend the other day. And he's like, mark my words, by 2028, the OKC Thunder will be a top three NBA team. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? You're like, what? Um, yeah, I'm like, hold on a minute. But, you know, I mean, he had a very specific year, so maybe he's a fortune teller. I don't know. But uh, either way, a lot of young talent. It was really cool to see. There were a few few superstars walking throughout. I, I got to stay at the win, um, which is like very bougie, not used to, I, it's not like anything I normally stay at. You know, my family's the type. It's like, whatever's cheapest, that's where we're staying. As long as there's a pool and, you know, the, uh, and a bed, that's where we're going to be. So 
very uh, bougie to be at the win, but a lot of big names were in there. Tyler Hero, I got to see. Uh, a lot of the Raptors were there. I got to see Fred Van Bleet. Um, so it's cool. I mean, I didn't get to speak to them because I'm not going to bother them while they're there. But I did get to see some superstars, which is always crazy because you bet on these guys and you watch them and then you see them in person. And you're like, oh, you're just like a normal human. You're not like a robot that just makes me money. Got it. Okay, cool. So yeah, it was fun. I mean, Summer League is a a very cool time. There's a lot of important people there, which is fun. Um, Vegas is exhausting. I don't know how people live there full time. The nightlife drains me. I have never been more tired than when I came back from that trip. I don't know what it is about Vegas, but it is just very, very exhausting. But nonetheless, it was a good trip. Um, cool to see a lot of the rookies and a lot of the, uh, the vets and the superstars there as well. So I think it'll be a very exciting NBA season and the, and the off season, you know, all the trades and everything happening, we still got KD Kyrie. Those are big question marks and they're huge difference makers for whatever team they land on. So there's still madness happening, uh, which is crazy. And it just kind of shows that I think we'll have a very interesting season next year. Is there anything you took away betting wise from the summer league, whether it's a rookie of the year lean, a team you feel good about? I know there were some stars, of course, mobbing around. So anything you saw on the ground floor that our show can get better at. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's, it's tough because summer league, I will say, I think some of the players, when I was watching the games, I could tell they had been out the night before. So I was like, is this really what we're going to see from you next season? Probably not. Um, so it's one of those things where it's kind of tough to get a good read on what the teams are going to look like ahead this far ahead of the season, especially when they don't have their superstars. I think that, the Pistons, like we've already talked about, uh, Jaden Ivey, they have a lot of really great young talent, which is exciting for them because I think they need, I don't want to say a rebuilding year because I feel like they've been in the rebuilding phase for a while now, but I think next season will be a monumental season for them, which is exciting. Uh, the Thunder obviously have a really great young core, um, which is cool. The Magic as well. So there's a lot of teams. The Rockets have some pretty good young talent. So yeah, there's a lot of teams that I think are not to be counted out. Let me put it that way. I think that these young players can really make a difference. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. But no, there wasn't any particular rookie that stood out to me. I'm still hanging on to my Jaden Ivy bet just because I, I adore him. I think he's got great energy and a great mindset. You know, Peyton Watson with the Nuggets, I was very impressed by him. And I don't want to let my bias, you know, get in the way. But um I may have to sprinkle on him for rookie of the year. Oh my god! I so just, biased. It's not it happening. is. It wait, is. Wait, wait. You know, real quick, real quick, before we move on, I gotta ask: Were you in the building when Russ and LeBron were not making eye contact? Like I a was. Couple, like a former couple. What I was, was that like? And are we doing with our futures Lakers ticket? So yes, I was actually very <laughs> Russell Westbrook, and I actually saw Draymond as well. He was wearing a nice little bucket hat, looking nice and fresh. Um. I was very close to Russ. Russ was actually with the Lakers bench. I was sitting right behind. I was like in the first row right behind the Lakers bench for the Lakers Suns game. And LeBron was like across like caddy corner to the Suns bench. So he was all the way across the court. The time that I was there, I was there right at the start of the game um, until about the end of the third quarter. I never saw them interact one time. I did not see Russell Westbrook walk over there. I did not see LeBron James come over to the bench. And I actually, 
you know, LeBron James is LeBron James. And I'm sure he doesn't love going to these things and being like, oh, look at me. You know, he doesn't really strike me as the type of guy that walks into summer league like some of the other stars I saw that are just like wanting the attention and wanting to be seen. Um, he was munching on whatever food he bought, chilling over there with his with his little entourage, really did not pay any mind to the Lakers bench, which I was kind of disappointed about one because I wanted some content from my perspective. But two, you know, Russ was really like coach. He was like helping encourage and coach the Lakers bench and these young guys, which I gained a lot of respect for. I thought that was really cool to see. But LeBron James is in his own world. They did not interact. I did not see them dap up. I did not say them say I did not see them say what's up. It was very much like we just broke up. This is awkward. We're in the same room. Do we make eye contact? Do we say hi? Do we acknowledge? And it never happened. So I don't know if that makes Lakers fans feel good, bad, or they just don't care. But it was it was weird to me that like your teammates, your your young rookies are playing. It kind of felt like there should be a little bit more like interaction and there wasn't any. So I don't know. I don't know what that means for our futures bet, Monaco, but it it was not, it, it felt like very much we post breakup vibes. It, it really did. I mean, you're on the same team. Imagine Draymond not saying what up to Wiggins or right. Poole in the it same It would never race. happen. It would never happen. This is not good, Cliff. This no. is not good. Thank you for the inside scoop, but we are, uh, <laughs> we're going to need a trade to happen or we're in trouble, but let's pivot to the FanDuel promotion that is FanDuel win total Wednesday tomorrow featuring the Chargers and the Lions, but we're going to dial in on the AFC West. Let's yep. start with the, the Chargers and work our way down. We're going over and under on wins here. Chargers right now are at 10 on FanDuel. This team has acquired a couple of key defensive assets. Of course, they have the luxury when you're on a rookie quarterback deal like Herbert is. How are you feeling about the LAC next year? Uh, this division is the hardest, toughest, most competitive division, in my opinion, that we have in the NFL right now. And it sucks that we each have a team in this division. <laughs> so, uh, the chargers for me, you know, it, it could be a really big breakout season for them, but there is something in my gut that tells me it's just going to be an okay year for them. And I don't know what is, I just, to me, I look at this team and besides Herbert, there really isn't anyone that I'm like, oh my God, like they are, they are going to take it. It's going to be like, I just don't feel that spark with them. Um, and I could be all, you know, I, I, again, the Broncos are in this division and I'm not sure how I'm feeling about them either. This to me is a very, very difficult division. I do think that the Raiders are going to be a little bit better than they were last season. So I just feel like out of these four teams, the chargers to me are the team that is going to make the least progression and they weren't necessarily bad last season. So I'm not saying they're going to have a bad year. I just don't know if they're going to like really take off. Um, I think the Broncos getting a new QB obviously helps them a lot. I think Derek Carr, for whatever reason, I feel like it's going to be a great season for Derek Carr. I think he's just, he had a very tough and trying season last year with a bunch of different things being thrown his way. And um, I think that the Raiders have potential to, have a better season than they did last year. To me, the chargers are just kind of on a flat road and I, and it's not a bad thing. It's not like they're horrible. They're also just not super outstanding. And I just so you, don't, you don't them. really believe you don't really believe in Justin Herbert at this point. You got, you got Joe Burrow way higher than him. Yes. Wow. 
I mean, Joe Burrow made it to the Super Bowl and Herbert didn't. Herbert and Joe Burrow overcome. didn't have an O line. Right, and Joe well, here's Burrow the thing, here's have the an thing. I hate to say this about the Chargers because the Chargers are going to charge her. That is a well known Southern California slogan. It is exactly. It's the it's the spokes slogan for you backing this team not going very far, but I can't ignore bringing in Khalil Mack and an INT leader in JC Jackson, the defensive backfield. I don't know how this team doesn't win at least ten games. You look at what Herbert's done in division in the last couple of years. He's two and two against all three opponents in the AFC West. I think it's the most competitive division in the NFL. And I want to throw it back to you. They have to play the AFC South and the NFC West. So arguably the worst division in football and arguably the best division in football that isn't the AFC West. So they got to play the Rams. They got to play the Niners, of course, the Cardinals and the rebuilding Seahawks. Does that sway you in any one way that they get to play the cupcake Jags, the Texans (laughs) to get you over? Because we're talking the total. I think the chargers win 11 games i really do okay yeah schedule difficulty plays a huge factor in this for me absolutely so yeah the the cupcake division that you just talked about um definitely makes me feel better about the chargers win you know i yeah i would say okay 10 wins i could see it i could see the chargers i could see them maybe ending with 10 wins okay so i think it could be a push if you're taking it at 10 i think you could end on a push but they'll, I think right around 10 wins, maybe 11, maybe. Um, but that's a bet I would stay away from because that 10 to me, I feel like that's the sweet spot. I think that's exactly where they're going to end. So it'd okay, be a so push. Let's, say, let's, let's talk about your Broncos. 10 uh, and a half wins. And right now, second, I believe. I'm sorry. No, they're third to win the division. So are you higher than FanDuel is on the Russell Wilson led Denver Broncos. Listen, <laughs> this, is, this is very hard for me because again, I am a fan of the Denver Broncos. I will say this. The Denver Broncos are a very, um, they have consistently been a pretty strong organization. Uh, defensively. I think they had one of the most underrated defenses last season. Um, they have a lot of offensive weapons that I think just got overlooked last year because of our QB situation. Um, I think at this point in time, if you are a Broncos fan last season, all we hoped and prayed for was a good QB. We have that now. I think that the conversation of whether or not Russell Wilson is washed to me is a bunch of bogus. He is not washed. Um, I think that you are as a QB, you kind of are the team. And so he wasn't put in a great spot with the Seahawks. We saw how the Seahawks played last season. It just wasn't a good situation for him. So I think putting him on a squad where there's a really strong defense that has been a strong defense for years and years and years, um, defensive minded head coach, well-run organization, a lot, a lot of offensive weapons. Um, again, it just got overlooked last season because of our QB situation. And so I do feel really great about the Broncos, but again, it's very easy for me to feel great about the Broncos because we finally have a QB. And I think that is what we wanted so badly as fans last season. Um, It's what we needed so badly as fans last season. So now that we've got that, it's really hard for me to not take over 10 and a half wins with this Broncos team. I mean, 
they were able to put up a fight against some pretty solid squads with just their defense alone. And that's, you know, that's half of winning a championship is the defense. And they've got that, that I am not worried about. I do not worry about their defense at all. Um, so, so yeah, I, I want to take over 10 and a half wins, but I also don't want to be heartbroken Monaco. And it's one of those things, you know, you're a chargers fan. So, you know, it better than anybody. It's like, I see so much potential in them this season as a squad. I think getting Russell Wilson was exactly what we needed. Um, but anytime you throw a new QB into a completely different culture, a completely different team, um, you kind of have to give them that one year to like warm up essentially, you know, you kind of have to have that buffer of like, okay, this could be really great and it could fix all of our problems or, you know, it, it may take some time to get there. So I'm going to say over 10 and a half wins. Yes, I'm taking it. Is there a little bit of bias there for me as a fan? Sure. But I do think that the Broncos are a very well-rounded team. And that one missing piece we now have, to me, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget, Liv, this is a team that is inheriting a Russell Wilson starting quarterback. That's 104-53-1. Literally just about two wins for every one. And you guys were 7-10 and 10 last year with no quarterback. So it could be yeah. a lot worse. I think this team's over. I, I really like. I really like the over here. I, I, I hate to to dap and fully endorse the Denver Broncos just because <laughs> I don't like anyone in the AFC. But if we're talking, if we're talking betting, I think, and we can segue into the other teams here. I think this division could have four teams that are above five hundred. I think it's I, the best division I in agree. football, and which is why I'm looking at this lineup. I'm like, okay, should I? Should I? have like at least one team that's like really bad in this division, but there isn't a bad team in this division. It is a very competitive to me. This is by far the toughest division. The AFC West is the toughest division in the NFL and both of our teams are in it, which is just like, it's torture. It's really torture, honestly. But you also added Randy Gregory, which I love and you give Sertan another year. I think this defensive back, I mean, this is, this was a top five, top 10 defense the entire season last year and you're adding in a quarterback the russell wilson wash conversation is that is such a hot take it's not even fun he could have a seven-year career and go to two super bowls with the broncos i am fully on board russell wilson i love him i also think what he's shown off the field this offseason is he means business i mean already he, he locked up his house early he got there early he's working with judy he's working with sutton been at all of the abs nuggets games like he is just like diving in head first to the denver lifestyle to and i think that that reads very well to fans like if i as a broncos fan i can speak on this personally when you get a new qb um if okay no offense if baker mayfield came to denver i'd be like wah wah like he doesn't really seem like he's invested. Like I wouldn't feel like he's committed to what he's trying to do. But like, like you said, Wilson jumped on board, got here. He's at the, you know, Denver sporting events. He's showing love for Denver. He's repping the Broncos. Like I'm just feeling very, it's one thing to get a new QB. It's another to get a QB like Wilson that is fully taking on that Denver culture. I think that's massive. So yeah, as a Broncos fan, it's really hard for me to not take over 10 and a half wins at this point. It's really hard. So you know what? I'm just going to shut up and do it. That's no, we're saying. both over. Are you, <laughs> are you still a believer that it's the chief's division that it's there's the lose. You like them over 10 and a half. Of course they lost Hill. They lost a the honey badger. They lost some pieces. They picked up some pieces, but they lost some pieces. 
How do you feel about the Chiefs over 10 and a half? I hate being asked about the Chiefs because I have, I have just like, I think if you're in the AFC West, maybe you're different than me. Maybe you're a better person than me. I know you probably are. I just have an animosity towards them. It's like that team that constantly wins and you're like, we're sick of it. We're over it. It's like how the Patriots were for a long time. It's like, you just, you're sick of seeing them be successful, which is a really crappy thing to say, but it's just how I feel. I do think that they lost some, some puzzle pieces that may make a difference for them. Also, let's not forget Patrick Mahomes didn't have a perfect season last year at all. There were moments where I was like, who the F is this guy? Like, (laughs) this is not Patrick Mahomes in the slightest. So I, I don't necessarily think that the chiefs are in a position having lost guys like Hill, having had the season that they had last year to be able to say, this is their division. I don't think that they're in that position right now. Do I think that over 10 and a half wins is very possible for them? Yes, I do. I also think that they're just in a very competitive division and I, and I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park. It's not going to be an easy win for them if they win this division. So I want to, I want to just plead the fifth on how I feel about how they're going to do, because I really, that it will be all heart talking and no mind. So I'm going to toss it to you, Monaco, because I just don't want to see Jackson home TikToks all season. So I would like for them to not be winning as much as they probably will be. Um, but you know, what's, what's your take on the, on the chiefs? Cause I, I'm just biased. I just can't stand them. Yeah. I think it's going to be between them and the Broncos to win the division. I hate to say it and, and, and knock the chargers like that, but th- this team wins tough games. They win close games they and do. they're never out of it. They're like the warrior. It, 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 you've heard Colin talk about it. They're like warriors asking football form. There's no lead they're out of. You've seen them go down double digits, come back, not get going until late come back. So I think Mahomes, he's going to have to work a little differently because he doesn't have yep. a Tyreek Hill on the roster anymore. I think that could actually bode better for his maybe fundamentals and mechanics that he gets to not always have to lean on because he's so talented. That'll be interesting. You know, they keep the enemy. They got the offensive staff still intact. I feel good about that. How will Juju and Scantling and these guys fit in? I think they'll be productive. I don't know that they can replace Hill. I see them winning 11 games, though. I really do. And I do think this defense will miss a Tyron Matthew, but ultimately it's a quarterback league and he's a top two, top three quarterback back in the NFL until proven otherwise. But, and this is a weird thing to say, but the Broncos and Russell Wilson being in the division is almost going to elevate their game to where they're going to have to win 11, 12 games. And they won 12 last year. Because they have no they have no time to slip up. And then speaking of which, last but not least, this Raiders team who brings in Josh McDaniels, who's been a catastrophe in the past as far as a head coach. Can he handle this 10 and 7 Raiders team that made the playoffs last year that brings in Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones, who has over 100 career sacks? Do you? And it seems like you're high on the Raiders. I am fascinated why the Raiders are only eight wins I, on win total Wednesday. That's love for a team that yes. otherwise got better. So any lean on that? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, they hit this over last season. And to me, they've only made improvements. Uh, I think Derek Carr is being put in a better position to be more successful. I think he was thrown a lot of curveballs last season. We saw it 
with that Raiders team between their coach and one of their stars. It was just a really rough season for them. And we're crazy to think that they don't get emotionally invested in those types of things. When big moments like that happen, they're human beings. It takes a toll on their game. It affects how they practice. It, it sucks, really. That's just the best way to put it. So, yeah, I think that the fact that they hit this over, the fact that it's at eight, and the fact that they've only made improvements moving ahead to this season, to me, there's no reason you shouldn't take over eight wins for this Raiders team. Now, are they going to win the division? That, I don't think so. However, getting them at eight to me is a steal, so I will absolutely be taking the over for the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, Liv, they get the best top top three wide receiver in the game, absolutely, they, and, and a, a college teammate, and we haven't seen the college teammate collab since Jamar and, and Burrow, we saw how that went. Hunter Renfro was a 103-catch wide receiver, and they still have Dale, Darren Waller. That one, two, three right there, if Josh Jacobs can continue to be productive, uh, the only reason they're at eight is because McDaniels was 17 of 22 L's as a Denver head coach. I don't, I literally can only sit here and say it's Josh McDaniels, why it's eight. It doesn't make any sense. It yeah. doesn't. They won 10 games last year and in absolutely organized chaos. We saw it. We, they lost Gruden. They lost. A GM, they they were all over the place with lack of structure. Yep. I I don't know. I'm fascinated. And then Crosby, who had a breakout 2021 season defensively. So they got some key pieces. But if there is a tell of these four, I think it's that they have an inkling in Vegas that McDaniels is not going to be good. And you know, Liv, this team is capped even closer than any other team. They're in town. And if we watch the spreads and everything last year, week to week for the Raiders specifically, Vegas was on the money with them. So I'm going over. I'm saying nine and eight. But I, I have to share that everyone should be apprehensive because there's no reason why it should be at eight. Yeah, it's weird. But you make a great point. I mean, get a new head coach that doesn't really have a great track record and your win total is going to be questioned for sure. So makes sense. Five and 17. Here we go. Well, <laughs> a wonderful July episode chatting about our division. We are both on the Broncos. Uh, you're not on the Chargers, which is you save some heartbreak, which is nice. So would but you think so, Monica, would you sprinkle? I know your team is the Chargers right now. They are the second favorite to win the AFC West. Would you sprinkle on the Broncos if they're at plus 260? I think it's decent value. I, I do think it's I decent agree. value. I, I do. I, I think That's his way as a Chargers value. fan of saying yes without saying yes. <laughs> so it's decent hard. value. <laughs> it's, you know what it is? It's my toxic ex. I can't even talk about it. But that, that about does it. For another episode of the oh, Best Game Week Show ever for Live, I'm Alex. We are back on the Volume Sports YouTube channel later this week talking more sports. Make sure to check out all Live's Summer League content for the volume. And for Live, I'm Alex. We'll see you next time.